but I'm gonna compare this to the MAGA hat. Oh god. Dear listeners, it's that time again. It's time for Hey, I've Got an Idea show and the best idea of season two. That over there is my brother Mason, just the just the best, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke, second best, Williams. Damn it. I set myself up for that one, I suppose. So... Here is how this is going to work. This is an invention podcast, and we are going to, uh, normally, we would talk through an invention. We're going to just figure out how we can improve upon a particular thing. But at the end of every season, we sort of do a little tally breakdown. And last last year, last season, it was a little sloppy. Yeah, we did a bad job. It was just kind of long and uh, I know how we're going to sort of pare that down, make it a little bit more entertaining for you, uh, but also, you know, cut the fat, get to the good stuff a little faster, and I will go into how we're going to do that right now. So, Mason. Yes. Uh, first of all, how you, how you feeling? How you been feeling about this whole last season? Uh, I think it's been pretty good. I've been enjoying the fact that we have a water cooler break in the middle of episodes now, mm-hmm. and uh, Definition Bot is great. Yep, the introduction uh, of him has been pretty cool. Yeah, I do have a couple of episodes that I'm particularly fond of, some uh, unique intellectual property that we have crafted together. Indeed, indeed. I agree. And you know what? I gotta say, uh, I've been listening through uh, just a little bit, a little snippet of uh, the episodes just one after the other going through. And uh, I fucking like this show. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm happy to be doing this. It's been there's times when it's funny, and uh, there's times when I like put a little extra polish into some like soundscape stuff or sound design stuff, and it's been very satisfying to just review that. So, uh, yeah, well, well, keep doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, and can I just say mm-hmm. thank you so much for doing the editing and the sound and shit like that because. That that's work, and I don't wanna. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. I do appreciate that. And uh, I mean, you put more than enough work into your craft. You release in a much more stable. <laughs> uh, uh, you have a much more stable release schedule than I do for for your uh, for your craft. Um, I'm working on that, but uh, yeah, I am sort of proud when it turns out pretty pretty okay. All right. All right. Yeah, baby steps, moving forward, love it. Okay, so how the hell are we doing this, Luke? All right. What's your plan? So, first step is uh, we're going to take a quick a quick break. What? <laughs> My so, dude. No, Mason, take a look at your Skype screen. And I've put there the numerical list of our second season and what those episodes were. Uh, the first thing you and I are going to do... It's going to pick uh, 
I'm going to pick my top 16. You're going to pick your top 16. Uh, but we're going to do it individually. And we're going to come back to the battle, seeing if we have, like, the same 16, or if there's some variants. We're going to talk through the outliers. Because I think we're probably going to align on most of them. On which ones are actually really good and which ones aren't. And so we can sort of cut the fat that way. Okay, so uh, do I understand that I've got this list of 52 eps here, mm. and I got to pick 16, and completely independently of me, you're going to pick 16. We are probably going to have some overlaps, and we're probably going to wind up with a stable of, say, 2030-ish. Uh it no it should be closer to like i'm i'm willing to do a, a bracket of like 18 or whatever but the bracket should be 16 going into it and we got to talk through whatever's sticking out um fair enough but yeah like i'm sure there's a lot that we can just dump straight out the gate we don't have to yeah okay so at this point i'm going to edit this out and we're just going to cut uh, can, can you put in the Wayne's World sound of doodly doo doodly doo doodly doo? Yeah, okay, you know what? Lapse. Here it is. Okay, Mason. So, yes. I have picked my 16. Okay, I have picked my 16. Excellent. Now, we have them in numerical order. Okay, listener, what you didn't hear is a little bit of number back and forth. It sounded a little like this three, five, 46. And 51. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you didn't need to hear that. Uh, so Mason and I have picked uh, our favorite 16 individually. Uh, and I'm just going to review now what's uh, what's different. And then I'm going to go through everything that we're cutting for good. All right. And we're going to determine from this the battle for the best idea. So. Uh, off the top, you said 11, Mousetrap is on your list. Yes, Mousetrap is on my list, empowering gerbils, turning them into a little Sentai team to fight mice. I think that is very effective. Okay. Uh, 12 is on your list. That is store. Yes, we get we made two stores. Yes, we did make two stores. Yours was on fire. Mine was in space. <laughs> because... I believe yours also had fire in it. Did it? I think probably. Uh, we were just attempting to sabotage each other. Well, we got we came up with two different stores, which I think if we merge them together, that's one really good store. Yep. And then seventeen was threat to Christmas. Okay, that one's different. Yep. Eighteen. Yep. What we both did blank punk, which was turned out to be we both gold did punk. like the gold punk. Yes. yes. Uh, twenty two dystopia. I like that as well. Yep. 24... Hang on. I should turn to my mic while I'm saying this. 24, Space Opera. We both like that one, obviously. 27, Boy Band. Yep, very good. 29, uh, you threw Wheel on there. I did not. That's Wheel. I mean, again, we, we came up with multiple wheels. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was pretty cool. We had a bunch of stuff there. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, 30, we both had Kid Franchise. Uh, agreed. You threw 31 on, energy drink, so did I. 32 was rock. Was a rock. Now, I didn't throw rock on there. Nutritionite. I thought that was really cool. Nutritionite had some cool stuff going, but uh, we'll just leave that alone. It was orange. We both put airline on. Uh, yeah, no, we, it's a good airline. We both put zombie movie on. We sure we did. We both put children's book on there. 
I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm just totally expecting Children's Book is actually going to win. Probably. But, you know, <laughs> that's the safe bet there. Um, and you also threw 46 Fast Food Nightmare on there. I, I, love, I love the idea of I, I went and got charcuterie and I ate the board. Like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. What I'm saying is we already agree on 10. Mm-hmm. So most of the thing is filled up. But we disagree on six. I've got six that I like that oh, you don't, okay. and vice versa. I see. So I'm going to take the six that we disagree on. I'm going to pick my top three out of that. You take the six that we disagree on that you have. You pick your top three out of that. Then we'll have the ten that we agree on, three that I like, three that you like, and then we'll have 16. Okay. So before we do that, though, I'm going to just kind of go through uh, the ones that are getting killed off. Uh, right now, because the ones that just aren't on either of our list. Okay. The honorable mention, they're still good apps by all means. If you're listening and you haven't listened to those apps, what are you doing? Listen to these things chronologically. What's the matter with you? But also, like, don't take this to mean that you shouldn't go listen to those apps. Those are good apps, but mm. they are getting called. Yeah. So the other thing that's kind of important, uh, I agree that chronological, you sort of set up lore effectively, uh, that like there's context in our weird little universe now but um more importantly i think that uh if you are the person who just pops in to take a look at something that they're interested in it's totally fine if you want to check out like zombie movie or fighting game or whatever because that's the thing that you like also cool if you like us stick around anyway so condiment was spote it was like the sweet and sour potato condiment idea yeah yeah i remember that that was that was okay unit of measurement that was our episode rating that we wound up sort of coming up with of like whether it was an original or unoriginal episode and what we produced and whatever yeah very very onanistic very masturbatory it was we had an episode to come up with a unit of measurement and we had a unit of measurement for episodes yeah and here's the other thing i want to mention about that um we're like, oh, yeah, we can totally determine uh, our rating for every episode and then f- proceeded to never use it again. <laughs> yeah, we never did that. Uh, the next one up was Collectible. Uh, that's on my list, but just because I'm I'm just... I listened to the first half of our season a little bit. I want to just give us a reminder of what, what we've done a while ago. It's like half, more than half a year ago. So um, Collectible was our dice game with like magnets and like potential rolls of dice, both in R-O-L-E and R-O-L-L. Uh, like, oh shit, yeah, that one was actually good. It's sort of a, yeah, battle system established there. Uh, fun fact, the verdict on Twitter, uh, most people agree that they would be willing to spend $1 to $20 on this, uh, on this game. It's cool because they didn't pick zero. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty cool idea there. Uh, family member was our big brother Alf Reptoid sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just sort of hanging out and also, you know, we also made a new brother. <laughs> so we sort well, of I mean, that's sort of different. That. Like, yeah, it was completely uh, different. The, the, the new family member was here is a new family member that you can have in your family, whereas new brother was a brother for us, the Williams brothers. Yeah, that's true. That was more specific to us. Okay, so horror movie. We had uh, uh, Diamanda and uh, Omega on. and That's they when were, we passed the Bechdel test. We passed the Bechdel test, uh, and we made Water of Life, which was sort of a town in lockdown where the 
the water-induced paranoia. Uh, but yeah. the people that were only drinking bottled water were sort of immune. Um, I think that was how it worked. Anyway, uh, basically, again, verdict, everyone would watch that. So, cool. Uh, we had some cool, uh, cool ideas in there. Um, yep. Robots and Pasta was up next. Uh, suggestion from Diamanda and Omega. Uh, we did our first divide and conquer, which the verdict there, two out of three <laughs> votes disliked that. <laughs> um, so and that's why we didn't do it again. But then we we did do it again. That Shit. was that was what led us to Gold Punk because I branched off to do Alchemy and you branched off to do uh, Mayan. Yeah, but that was like it was shorter. that was less of a, a divide and conquer. That was just each co- coming up independently with an element of the thing we brought together. Like when we did robots and pasta. We just yammered simultaneously for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. No, so I can understand that not being quality audio for you folks. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was. It's a different sort of sonic experience, but truthfully, I really like it. the uh, The second one was was better. I think the Gold Punk episode is a stronger one for sure, uh, and that doesn't take away from how we landed there. So, I mean, that's its own thing. You know, it's basically we're not. We're not random noun generating what we each of our half is. We're curating it and then coming back. So I feel like it could potentially. Anyway, so Robots and Pasta was the robot grilled dad corn cheese pasta. I would eat that shit. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay, Family Pet. Up next, we had three different ones. Uh, and uh, people like the long frog. It was between the octo snake, the humming bat and the long frog and people like the long frog despite the fact that all the information that was given was a frog but long <laughs> well i mean yeah like that that's a salamander but that that's <laughs> that's fine i'm glad you folks liked it mm-hmm. amusement park again super masturbatory uh, very much so i did enjoy doing a little extended soundscape there a little role play game that was not a game a little role play fun uh that was that was funny i still enjoyed that uh but that included things like our interlocking currency coming back the tosin uh tosin, yeah you just kept tosin we we dosed up the harold and sasha live show uh from the uh fable from the first season uh to, to to recap the concept there we basically made an amusement park out of our first season ideas uh there was the cinnamon bun uh swirl. In the ass. Yeah. yeah uh the other disenchantment of the amusement park settling in as i take more and more of your money uh yeah so that was that i i enjoyed if you want to listen to that one I highly just recommend skip ahead to like the 40-ish minute mark. Up next was laundry, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't really get to the point of this one very quickly. So all I remember is that some of our things on the whiteboard were Sudshot, an app called Lond, and a laundry belt. I I would have used Lond. How did Lond work? Oh, that and was basically the service. you leave your dirty clothes out by the side of the road like garbage, and then people like take your shit and launder it, and you've got like little clips on it so you can track which 
where your clothing is. Mm, another another exploit of that one uh, that uh, they might take your shit and keep it. Well, I mean, that's the same thing for a lot of these apps. Like, they have those scooters in some cities now. Yeah. Like, there's literally nothing preventing you from just, like, grabbing one of those, taking it home, and ta- stripping it for parts. Mm. Uh, moving on, though. Footwear makes my list. So I just want to remind you that that was uh, the franchise that was sort of a TV show, Superpowers, with the different kinds of shoes. And... We could then use that to sell shoes. Shit, that one was super good. Why did I pick Kids Franchise? I thought that's what Kid fr- Kids Franchise was. Kids Franchise was the um, was sort of the plum. The oh right, where everybody gets things. like a little multi tool, and they're from like a utopian future, but then they go to a Mad Max dystopian future, but they have to try to make the world better again. That's correct. Like. Yeah, yeah, so that was rad. Both of I don't those, regret putting that on my list. Both of those are pretty good, but that's why footwear is definitely still on my list. Mousetrap, as you said, the gerbil rangers, the poop in the walls. Well, to be fair, <laughs> yes. Like, that's why we trap mice, is they're filth demons. Also, the verdict for that episode was, if you shave your head, are you safe from ratatouille control? And the winner was, you are never safe. That that is correct. <laughs> okay. Um moving on store as I was saying we sabotaged each other and we both tried to make our own things where we took suggestions from each other but we tried to make the store worse for each other. Um and yeah. I don't know. I'll let you try and convince me in a minute. Uh burger uh surprisingly enough had a lot of votes on that calamari burger with the arugula and the citrus aioli. Um, I would eat that shit. I I gave it up to the public for if they uh, would try it or not. I didn't write down the number of votes. I think it was close to like 12 or something like that. Or Damn, we're maybe, maybe more. Um, but uh, 56% said they would try it, but it was a dead heat. Mm. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, was Burger on your list? It was not. Uh, it was not. Yeah. Okay. So, Sin, uh, you farted. <laughs> I did fart. That is correct. Uh, uh, puns were the worst sin. Let's move on. Uh, useless gadget was number 15. That was the... I remember that when it hurts your hand. Yeah, the danger hammer. Um, the... Since it's on neither of our lists, I will just say uh, thank you to Ryan for that suggestion, but also the best thing that came out of that was the Inspector Gadget role-playing game that you then did... I uh, I did run that for charity, yes. That was neat. Okay. Villain didn't make it onto our list, so honorable mention. Uh, it was the lawful cop, Michael Gallo, who was, like, falsifying evidence because weed turned legal, and he didn't know how to handle that because he's just straight lawful and, like... He's like, no, no, yeah. if, if, if this is the case, then I've been throwing all these people in jail for something that isn't actually a bad thing. Then no, no, they must be bad. I need to convince myself that they were always bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, I honestly would have put that on my list, but I left it off because it is necessarily contextual uh, with something from the first season, which is our hero. That's true. That's true. Okay, so, and yeah, we did try to just contrast them. Okay, Threat to Christmas. Um... That was 
all Christmas themed things turn into spaghetti. So that was a good fucking app. I love that app. I do not apologize for that app. All right. I will let you argue that one again as it comes up. We both have gold punk. So that's still to come. Uh, oh, yes. 19 was conspiracy. Uh, the only real interesting thing to mention on this one, since neither of us uh, picked it as being a strong contender, are like super soldier uh, charismatic actor types, is that Laura Pitt Pulford or Pullman? Pull- Laura Pitt Pulford. I'm pretty sure. The, I wrote... the person that we looked up randomly on Wikipedia. Yes. Yeah. I think I wrote her name down wrong, but I'm not sure. LPP. LPP. Uh, are you down with LPP? I tagged her. Saying apologies in advance to to her, she did in fact listen to the episode and got a kick out of it. So that's funny. Random Wikipedia article turned into actual lore. Um, okay, uh, twenty fighting game with Wooly. Uh, there was two interesting things from this one. There was our conversation about like you know building your mech for your second form, sort of Power Rangers style. Uh, meter management, stuff like that. But you also briefly touched on something that we didn't come back to, uh, mainly because I suggested it was better for a different genre. That was the zombie slash ghost game that was mm. I pictured more as like a puzzle platformer where the zombie could do the physical things and the ghost would detach and then like, you know, pull switches or something. Yeah, um, it's basically the spirit and the body of the same person and just the spirit is trying to corral the zombie around. Mm-hmm. So I have to say that was super strong, but just not quite right for the episode. Moving on. Uh, because the what we came up with with Wooly wasn't that, uh, just sort of pointing to that as like, oh yeah, that was good. That one part was good. A- anyway, so it, also if we did ever do a like, puzzle platformer or something, like we already have some bones. No pun yes. intended. Uh, VR experience. So, reason why I threw that in there is, I don't know if you remember this one. This was the one with the, like, the wizard and the golem. And it was, like, first person and third person where someone's in VR and someone isn't. And, like, yeah. That was still a solid concept. So, yeah. Dystopia, number 22. Uh, that was the, uh, going genie, like, the gremlin powers where you don't have a physical difference, but it's like this hereditary thing that you start seeing it uh, in the person. And, you know, that was a nice little way to weave a story. It was kind of a subversion of, like, uh, the Marvel X-Men thing, where it's like you see what their power is more than likely. Yeah. Staple remover, I just wrote down the... <laughs> Dick destruction, question mark, question mark. That's... That was uh, elevator sperm. Elevator sperm? Yeah, this is the episode where I first started doing anagrams. Oh, oh, do you remember the anagram? Okay, so there's nothing there, is the point. And I, we, we threatened to burn down the store staples. No, you did. You did. But then I winked, so it's okay. Okay, space opera was good. Space opera was a, a concept of a role switch because the cryogenic freezing went wrong. And you did right. uh, a full character sketch. We acted out a little thing. Uh, as as painful as that was, it was still very fun and pretty different. Yeah, I'm in favor of improv, but maybe not where we each play yeah, three like characters. Yeah, like simultaneously. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We're nothing if not uh, willing to to think outside the box. 
That that's right in our name, Williams. Like, that's why we're, just we're called that. Like constantly, which is, is yeah. uh, Will I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vacation was up next. That was uh, the uh, murder camp, like LARP couple activities with some like AR elements and some geocaching and stuff, and like uh, you know, come to this retreat where it could potentially be like you know you're on this team and whatever, or you know that version. That thing could have a bunch of different coats of paint, but Murder Camp was the thing that stuck out at us, and uh, that one was pretty neat. That one made it onto my list. Uh, Millennial Victim was basically just predatory loans. It's on neither of our list. It was kind of okay. And this is sort of the point where I stopped doing listening recaps because I ran out of time. Uh, So... I'm just going to say we both picked boy band, but not music video because music video was just then one for the boy band, which even if it was just sort of like a part two of boy band. So, yeah. And boy band for the uh, for the listeners, that was four horse. Yeah. Four horse our four horsemen of the apocalypse themed band. Good stuff. All right. Wheel was up next and you you know we did a bunch of different uh inventions and uh that's on your list that's uh mm-hmm. that was some good stuff we had some very different wheel concepts yeah like uh, the one where it spits out ball bearings ahead of you and then the magnet picks them back up yeah. after you've rolled over them so yeah. much needless energy yes um the kids franchise we just briefly touched on uh that's in there too and mm-hmm. you have that one so oh we both yep. have that one uh okay energy drink was the uh mostly piss D alignment one where we had a bunch of different things on it uh like a i think my favorite thing on it as a product was like essentially energy drink syrup that you could yeah. add to other drinks or whatever oh filthy and wonderful <laughs> um but then yes also piss was on there and then i think like milk was on there because my piss my piss is on your no. list because no. my piss, my piss. Why are you, you doing can't this? Can't resist. I can. I can resist your piss. <laughs> All right. So rock was the nutritionite. It's edible rocks. You find it sometimes and gives you stuff you need. Yeah. Uh, airline. It's good rock. Airline. We both picked, and I don't know how we were both planning on defending this one because it was mostly just a children's imagination thing. Well, I mean, we we have it established that children's imagination can basically do whatever. I mean, Peter Pan can fly, mm. so. And, like, from a narrative standpoint, it was a neat little construct. I think that's probably as far as that one goes. Um, it's ear- a good app. Earbuds. Uh, that was the tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah, where you tattoo, like, around your ear, and then it, like, vibrates... Yeah, that one wasn't terrible, but uh, I don't think we landed on something that was super like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. So I think we both just kind of forgot about it. Yep. Um, mascot. Uh, glad, I'm glad that neither of us picked mascot because our mascot is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it sure is good that because we didn't pick it, Scott is not going to show up. Yep, he sure is not. Up next was Moral. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't actually remember too much about that one. No, that was the one where we needed to come up with, like, the moral of the story. Yeah. But, like, independently of a, of a story. 
Yeah, but what did we land on? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was like get some sleep. Here's how this played uh played out. We had four options for best moral: don't wear masks, beat dudes with a shoe, tasty no hasty, and sometimes an improv game. So I think that was random word generation. That that sounds right. Oh no, it was uh like we we had to come up with a random word and then make a moral that rhymes. That's right. Okay, so basically. That moral was what we were supposed to invent, and instead we invented an improv game, which was why it wasn't terrible, but still not, you know. Yeah, not, not on the list. Uh, playground. Uh, do you remember Playground? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had the Dodge and Garden. Right, Dodge and Garden, and then IRL CNL. Oh, IRL shoots and ladders. Shit, that was good though. Yeah, yeah. No, I would love to build one of those. Huh. Like you're you're running up the stairs and each one is like a step up and then there's actual literal ladders and slides all through it. Yeah. Yeah. And like you do a version with like a slider, like sliders on it. Yeah. Yeah. I like sliders. I remember that part. I remember the food parts. Okay. You remember 100 tiny burgers. Yes. Yes. Um, So school bus... Uh, the verdict isn't helpful because it was just talking about whether or not you would still send yourself to high school. No, that um, was in uh, that was in space. Oh, the school bus was in space because we—that's sort of like where we wound up going. Well, yeah. I mean, you tried making a school bus that would pick children up by their heads. I did. That one didn't turn out too well. That was not a good plan. Yeah. Okay, reality show was our first two-parter. Uh, and reality show was Love Farm, so that was sort of the two different camps, and... Yeah, the uh, the Lovecraftian thing where we mess with people, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we were also sort of inventing two different things, uh, (laughs) which is fine. Uh, actual vegetable was the corpse tree thing, uh, and, uh, yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't really put that on either list, did we? No, we did not. So I guess that one's done. Uh, but that one wasn't a bad episode either. Okay, zombie movie was up next. That was the one that didn't have a zombie in it. And that's on both of our lists. So we agree. That one was good. That was a good movie concept. I would watch that flick. Yeah, it was pretty cool. If you're a fan of zombie movies at all, you want to listen to that one. Public service was zombie <laughs> killing the zombies killing the from zombies. the previous episode that, yeah. that one didn't go anywhere let's just leave that alone children's book our strongest probably uh we just it's just it's good the it's one that good. you're actually working on how's that coming uh more on that later <laughs> uh fast food nightmare was our charcuterie board that gets rolled up in itself and you eat the whole thing and it's the size of a football but it's made of cheese and will kill you yeah, there's there's a lot of cheese in it, yes. Yes. Uh, piano was, like, just with buttons on the bottom of it, too, and... Yeah. Eh, it's alright. Arcade game was not very much in an arcade game style. No, was, what we wound up with was not really what you would call an arcade game. It was another physical area space with, like, uh, jumping around while you're in this box that moves around that other people can watch you. Yeah. Still still technically checked our boxes, but we innovated pretty far outside of 
what the concept of an arcade game pretty much is for most people. Fun thing about Sense, you'll remember that you were talking about backscatter uh, yeah. that happens in airports and whatnot. And I also mentioned Ghost Bones as a throwaway suggestion. Uh, the uh, the Twitter verdict is 10 votes 100% for Ghost Bones. Fuck! <laughs> so, I'm sure Backscatter is actually useful, but people just like the phrase Ghost Bones, I think. Well, yeah, of course they like the phrase. It's a good phrase. Yeah. Also a complete sentence. Ghost bones? Yeah, like, hey, what does Casper do? Oh, that ghost? He bones. <laughs> oh, God. All right, two more to go here. Very new, friendly, if you know what I mean. New brother. Uh, new brother was... Who was that? Uh, we can't, We wound up with two brothers, and they both kicked our asses to Right, death. that's right. We just rolled character sheets for them, and they were just too, too good. Um... And uh, Magical Girl, you just heard last week. So, uh, and it's on both of our lists. So, here's what I propose at this point. Mason, I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty thirsty. Okay, yeah, and I as well require some water. Okay, BRB. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Water Cooler segment for our best of season two episode i'm gonna be really quick with the details about each of us because i want to get to some sort of uh state of the podcast news you find my brother at patreon.com slash tailstake he does a bunch of cool creative stuff that you should check out i'm working on some mashup stuff also i have a youtube channel called careful consideration you can look that up i did a video recently on uh, uh k-pop girl group luna and some queer themes in their music videos okay as always we welcome your suggestions at H-I-G-A-I show or email H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. This is also where we would read some ads if you wanted to advertise with us. Now then, I want to talk a little bit quickly about the changes that are coming to the show. So, we have filled up our previous host. There's no more room over there. So, this will be the last episode on that host, starting season three off on the new host, Libsyn. If you haven't downloaded any episodes that you know you're going to want from season one and two, they're not going to show up in the feed. You're going to need to go to HIGAIShow.com and get them there. We plan on hosting them somewhere else, and it won't be the direct uh, podcast RSS feed. The new podcast RSS feed will be with the vastly superior Libsyn, but we're not going to upload any of the old archives from one or two there, meaning they're not going to show up in the feed only starting from season three will show up in the feed. So you can still get all the old episodes if you really want, but they're on the website and all the new episodes for season three moving forward will still be in the regular podcast RSS feed. This mostly won't affect any of the way that you get this content. Just letting you know now if there's any hiccups with that, it's probably just uh, hosting switching error and uh, it should be all fixed and right as rain as soon as possible. Oh yeah, and uh, one other thing that will be different about the new host versus the old host is the new host will let me uh, schedule uploads much more specifically. Uh, that was not an option before. So that will mean that I will be able to fully finish files much more ahead of time. So yeah, you should see releases happening consistently around the same time from now on. The new server will be a much better system overall. Very excited about it. 
Another thing we're going to be doing starting from season three is I'm going to just be editing these a little bit tighter. Now, I've got a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Uh, here is a 40-second cut that I did from Magical Girl, the previous episode. All right, here is the original. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds <laughs> Interesting. That sounds like what it is. Okay, uh, so this is, uh, this is actually another important uh, point that comes to mind. Uh, have, you, you, have you seen Megamind, John? Uh, Megamind... Was that the 3D one? It was. Where I, but I think I might be confusing it with Monsters and Aliens. Possibly. That's they fair. were around the yeah, same time. Yeah, no, I don't, okay. I don't think I've seen Megamind. I'm, I'm going to bypass that because Mason hasn't seen it either, but it's very similar. Uh, it's a very similar antagonist of the pining male uh, main character. So just bypass that. Uh, how can we make this more true to the medium of a Magical Girl series proper? Okay, now you might have noticed none of that really went anywhere. It wasn't particularly funny. So, so we're just going to keep it a little bit more short and sweet. And here's an example of the new version. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds <laughs> interesting. That sounds like what it is. Okay, uh, so... How can we make this more true to the medium of a Magical Girl series proper? So, I'm not going to be editing any of the old files. This is just an example of the kind of editing that I'm going to be doing. So what that means is, in an hour, if we've only got, like, 40 minutes of good content, it might be a 40-minute episode instead of an hour where, you know, it drags on. Uh, I'm trying to just make this podcast as a product a little bit more uh, palatable, if you will. So if the episodes are a little bit short, or if you feel like you hear some cuts, you probably do. Uh, if you feel like you missed anything, it's usually something as exciting as that. Possibly some ums, ers, ahs, someone's cell phone going off. A lot of that you just don't really need to hear, so we're just trying to keep things nice and tight. Okay, all of this said, let's get back to the tournament for the best idea of Season 2. So... Mason. Yes. We have come back from the water cooler and we have agreed that I've killed off three that I liked and you've killed off three that you liked. I'll just tell you which ones I have killed off. The easiest one was horror movie because while we did have talk about some good themes and sort of piece something together, quite frankly, zombie movie was a little stronger in my opinion. Agreed. Um, so that's one. Uh... Another one was Arcade Game, because even though I really liked Arcade Game, uh, and we kind of designed something similar with Playground, which was actually maybe even kind of better, and I like these things, it's not quite true to the mission. Arcade Game was not much of an arcade game, so even just for that reason, it's not as strong as some of these other ones. Fair. And lastly, and this one hurts, man, uh, Footwear. Footwear could potentially be really profitable, uh but yeah I, yeah footwear was good but yeah you gotta do what you gotta do man so that means that my three that i am nominating as my strongest of our different ones uh collectible the dice with the magnets and the rolls and whatever sure uh but vacation the like sleep the sleep away larp club or whatever yeah. and vr experience because that wizard golem thing was cool I am honestly really surprised that you're going with vacation over footwear. 
I it's it that was what I was humming and hawing about, man. It's it's tricky. Okay, mine was pretty easy. Uh, I killed off Mouse Trap number eleven. Mm-hmm. I killed off. Uh, I can't even read what I scratched out here, but it was number twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine was the wheel. Wheel, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I wheel was out the W there. Wheel was funny, but meh. Okay, and then number thirty two, rock. Rock. Okay, which yeah. means that the three that I'm bringing to the table that you did not agree on were store, threat to Christmas, which I think was super good, and fast food nightmare. I can't, I can't believe our stores are still in here. They they're, don't they're stand a stores. chance, man. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out the bracket uh, with them competing in like reverse chronological order. So I'm going to put these into the bracket and I'll be right back. All right. We have flashed forward and just a reminder, this is the list of the 16 we're going to fight out here. And uh, I want to make sure I mention there may be a twist or two towards the end, so you won't be able to predict everything here. Okay? So we got Collectible, Store, Threat to Christmas, Blank Punk, which was Gold Punk, uh, VR Experience, Dystopia, Vacation, Space Opera, Boy Band, Kids Franchise, Energy Drink, Airline, Zombie Movie, Children's Book, Fast Food Nightmare, and Magical Girl. And we are going to have them fight to determine which was the best idea for season two. Now, just let's let's do another disclaimer at this point. Um, we're saying that the children's book is like probably going to win. And in a sense, we're kind of already doing that. So it's almost like that one should be like excluded from the running or something. Because... If you were to just say, like, okay, well, whatever the best idea is, we'll do it. Well, like, I mean, that's like saying that the Patriots shouldn't be allowed to compete because they're just going to win the Super Bowl. It's like, no, we got to fight this out, man. Gotcha. Um, I will mention that the previous system from last year, if anybody paid attention or cared of, like, backup points or whatever, it was a little ambitious. We're going to skip that. Uh, but there is still a hook coming up in the later round here. So I love hooks. First matchup is Collectible versus Magical Girl. Oh, shit. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Now, that Collectible, you'd easily flesh that out. The Magical Girl is a property that I'm eager to hand off to people who are not us. <laughs> uh, not least of which because clearly it involves characters that we in no way have the rights to. Yeah. That, and I also just... Like, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's like, in as much as I'm excited for, like, an Urkel Magical Girl series, and I am, I would love to see that. Um, also, that's probably not a story that we should tell. It really isn't. But you know what? Like, let's be honest. We take that show concept that we pitched, change all the names around, like, make it so instead of Urkel, it's some other name. Instead of Laura, it's some other name. Slap a different coat of paint on it. You tell me CBS would still come after us and say, hey, this is clearly family matters. Like, no, I think we could do this. Okay, so what it comes down to, though, so which is the better idea? Well, I mean, Magical Girl is empowering for little girls of color. Yes. The dice thing 
people actively said that they would give us money for. So I guess the question is, will little girls of color give us money? Hey, that isn't quite the question I want to answer. Um, I think we do a better thing by being more interested in the Magical Girl series, but the collectible dice idea still super good. So I'm going to go ahead and just give it to Magical Girl right now. I'm I'm not arguing. Give it to Magical Girl. All right. Up next, Store versus Fast Food Nightmare. Store had fire, which was very funny. I think just <laughs> the nature of these brackets is like whatever this one is is going on to fight Magical Girl. It's like it doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Okay, I'm so willing to give it to Fast Food Nightmare because that is a thing that I could see existing in the world. Our stores were, that was a funny episode, but we were dipshits. Also, I probably wouldn't eat it, but I would like, I would try it, I would split it, I would make it. Sure. So, you know, that you get a little more out of that other than, yeah, our idiot stores. Okay, moving on. Threat to Christmas and children's book. Oh, fuck. I mean, Children's so, Book is very good, but Threat to Christmas, Everything Turning to Spaghetti, I really like that. So, I need you to expand on why you thought this was better than, say, uh, footwear. Okay, so... Which did make the cut. I like the concept of having to go to the North Pole and desperately desperately not try not to think or do or say anything remotely christmasy as you walk through santa's workshop where everything has just been texture swapped to spaghetti <laughs> like that is horrifying you know i'm picturing it again and i even said when i was re-listening to myself uh i remember i even said like it would be a hellscape like doom but noodlier <laughs> and, and yeah you know what that isn't much of a christmas movie it's more of a horror movie and i think i didn't give it enough credit so children's book children's book i think is better for society because it teaches children about manners whereas threat to christmas is just fun yeah so really mileage may vary because like if you're someone who hates kids, never has any intention of of uh, having kids, don't don't care about children's psychology or anything, and you like cheesy movies or something, and or like really weird, fun, silly ideas, uh, then you might not enjoy our two parter on children's book, and you might much more enjoy spaghetti fun you know i would go so far as to say that the average human being on this planet would prefer to read or watch or listen to a story about the threat to christmas over you know the politeness pets but i'm still gonna say like, like it's i i know i brought in threat to christmas but i'm gonna say i gotta give it to politeness pets. yes yeah, it, it's obviously still children's book um all right this next matchup is pretty rough it is Blank Punk versus Zombie Movie. Oh, damn. Two solid heavy hitters right there. Yeah, now I'm pretty sure I'm leaning Blank Punk, but as far as, like, Zombie Movie was a really good concept, too. Yeah. Uh, Gold Punk, I love the aesthetic of it, 
uh, which is the whole idea of the blank punk, you know, topic is you got to yeah. come up with a unique aesthetic. Um, there's a lot of different types of stories you could tell in a blank in a gold punk setting. Uh, the zombie movie, though, like, again, I would watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I think f- if I was to try and measure my interest in both of them, zombie movie is a movie I would want to see right now. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, uh, that one had grave in it, didn't it? The, the drug yeah, it was grave. a drug. And like, so potentially the title for it, instead of zombie movie, we can just call it grave. Mm. Um, so our zombie movie, I would want to see right now. But gold punk is an aesthetic I would want to see, period. I want to see people cosplay it. I want to see multiple different movies or comics or whatever set in that setting. I could see there being a fandom for Gold Punk in a way that I don't think we could see for this one movie that we pitched. Yeah, and the other thing with that is that pretty legitimately, like the excitement I had around Gold Punk was kind of like the excitement I remembered for discovering uh, Serenity. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, oh, this is very different and very fun and like it you know that's more of a a whole con like a whole aesthetic that yeah i think that's got a little bit better legs mm. so we're giving it to gold punk yeah i'll give it to gold punk okay vr experience versus airline i think i'm leaning vr experience because i think the airline was cute and i think that's all it's got going for it I'm I'm 100% in the other direction. I like Ooh. Airline. I think it was a good idea. I had fun pitching it. VR experience, quite frankly, forgettable. I mean, we did forget about it, but <laughs> I would still really want to play that game. Like the concept of being in the VR visor and whether it's... Uh, whether it's you're like a little Katamari golem, yeah. Yeah, whether it's competitive or cooperative... Like, that is a gameplay concept I haven't seen. So, like, as far as... Like, this is the kind of idea that I want a really talented game dev to get a hold of. Versus... Yeah, yeah I'm, you know, I'm willing to bend on this uh, for the sake of, you know, compromise and brotherly harmony. Uh, I will concede that the airline is not a thing we can do. Yeah, and besides that, like, if it was an extremely wholesome cute story that's like oh my god we have to get someone to write that book like i don't have that same excitement over airline that i do over vr this Uh particular vr okay so vr moving on next up is dystopia versus energy drink dystopia now the dystopia just so that we're not getting this confused the dystopia was not the kids franchise No, the dystopia is where people will develop powers, but as they develop powers, they necessarily lose part of their humanity, so we have to exile them in order to have civilization and reality still be a thing. Mm. So this is the point where we really do need to confirm that we, for best episode here, because dystopia and energy drink are completely different. Dystopia was a serious concept of a pretty fun uh spin on a horrible world in which to live Mm -hmm. energy drink 
was a funny haha episode because we said piss a lot. I have to admit, uh, if you told me right now that I could listen to one of those two episodes, I would pick energy drink. But I do think dystopia is the better idea. I agree. I think that's where that lands. So as far as recommendations for the series goes, if you're just listening to this one to figure out which one of these episodes is worth listening to, that's the difference. Dystopia was a good idea, and Energy Drink was not a good idea, but it was funny. Yes. Cool, moving on. Vacation versus Kids Franchise. Definitely Kids Franchise. Yeah, you like the plum better than the the LARP camp? Absolutely. I think uh, it is something that I, as an adult, would enjoy watching. I think it had an overall arching story that I think had a good message to teach to kids which is like hey think of the world that you want to live in and strive to make the world a better place and also we'd make a bunch of money off of it whereas the vacation thing you know running a haunted house like yeah okay we have escape rooms that's already kind of a thing almost we have murder mystery weekends like we didn't really innovate that much yeah i gotta say i don't think And as much as it seems like a thing that I would be pretty interested in doing, like, I get that that's not everyone's cup of tea. Especially, like, if you take, for example, the roleplay group that you, like, oh, you, you know, might meet up with these friends and you're going to roleplay together. Um, This is like that, but you can't escape. You have to solve the puzzle over the course of a weekend with straight, like, nah, I I could definitely see that Kids Franchise has better, better bones. Absolutely. Okay, here's a bit of a tough one. Space opera versus boy band. Space opera. Yeah? Yeah, no, no no quibbling, no hesitation, pulling the trigger. Space opera's the better idea. It's a little tougher for me than it is for you. Um, I think because I really want to see some more bands out there that can like play somewhat seriously but not take themselves seriously so the concept of like a an ageless band <laughs> because you know there's mythos to them yeah that's playful and i definitely don't hate that but overall i do have to agree space opera thank you okay we are back to the top of the list this is our next round and we are not doing worst idea this time good Coming up. Why draw attention to our failures? That's... Is that an actual question? Because... Well, I mean, there are good reasons to look at your failures, but not necessarily to broadcast them. And I'm fine with, if we had a subpar episode, let that fucker slide into the dustbin of history. Yeah, you're right. Also, just because we're being real, because it's only the super fans that are probably sticking through this... (laughs) If this episode is half the length of last year's, well, there you go. I'm trying. I'm, we're trying to like learn from our mistakes here. You're so, welcome. Next up is Magical Girl versus Fast Food Nightmare. Fuck, you were right. I'm giving it to Magical Girl. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Enough said there. Oh, God. Another tough one. It, it only gets harder from here. Yep. Children's Book versus Gold Punk. Oh, shit. That's harder, huh? 
Yeah, and again, it comes down to volume of output. The children's book, we could get one, maybe two, maybe top end five books of that. Gold punk is a genre. Yeah, like somebody invented steampunk. Exactly. Hi. I like I'm not going to kill children's book, but that's a much tougher contention than I thought cuz like they're not competing. I yeah. mean, they are obviously competing, but those are not competing markets. They're really not. Oh my god, setting the, the children's book in the gold punk setting. No, just like young adult, split the difference. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I will mention this when I mentioned on my own Twitter is like, Hey, I should do more incidental art for, Hey, I got an idea show. Yeah. What would you like to see me do art of? Yep. People wanted to see some gold punk art. Yeah. I remember gold punk won that one. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's probable that we're still going children's book, but like gold punk, man, that was Uh. a good one. Yeah, no, the, but this is the name of the game. We got to kill our darlings. So yeah, yeah. the gold. Uh, I'm gonna like, agree. I'm gonna go with it. Go with children's book. Like blood, essentially working as currency or tech, and like, fuck, man, there's some good stuff in there. The visuals right. of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so gold punk fan art. D- d- did you actually wind up working on? Some? I did not yet. No. Okay. Well, hey, out there, dear listeners. Gold punk fan art. Re-listen to that episode if you if you want to do some art uh, warm up art or something. Just have a listen to that episode and see where the pencil takes you. Or alternately, commission me and force me to draw it. That is also good. I won't turn that down. That that's win win. Okay, now we're at VR versus dystopia. Dystopia. Come on. What are you talking about? Now. Just because some of these themes are sort of overlapping a little bit, just a reminder, this dystopia, again, was the uh, surprise genie genes. Yeah, you you turn into an omnipotent person, but you're also crazy, and so we kick you out into the wasteland where physics is all fucked up. Yeah. Okay, so one last defense of the uh, VR. I will hear your defense, sir. Uh, I seriously just want that to go into the hands of a good game dev who realizes the potential of mixed medium gameplay because like someone being in the in the visor and someone not if any game devs out there or like fans of game devs want to broadcast this any further I highly support that but I already wrote dystopia down on the next blank like two minutes ago so <laughs> all right kids franchise versus space opera Ooh, that's a toughie, but I would give it to kids franchise. So you think that that plot of like the space opera of like the, the, uh... I would watch both shows. Kids franchise is the one that I want to exist more. Yeah. Yeah. I think my main one of my main struggles with kids franchise is I would need to like read a short comic or something like I need to be in that world space with you a little bit better. I think you have a clearer vision of it, whereas space opera, we acted it out and then you gave me fan art. 
That's that's fair. That's fair. And I'm I'm flexible on this one. You can convince me to go the other way on this. Mm. I will I'm concede not that space opera you. is more fleshed out. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think Kids Franchise is probably sitting at like 60% vote for me right now. The thing that's tricky is that one's fun and the other is like maintaining more of a like childhood innocence in desperate times. Like that's a way more like we can tell different versions of that story ranging from serious to very fun and funny. Whereas the space opera is going to be a little wacky. Like we know that's just camp camp yeah. for days. So it's really just a, that one kind of comes down to a flavor preference too. Okay. Okay. So here's my question. Uh, best idea. Are we going by, this is the one that we can make. This is the one we want to see made, or this is the one that the world would be better if it existed. Like, what's our what's our chief priority here? Well, the last two kind of go hand in hand. Like, we would want to see it made, and we would want it to benefit the world. Uh, but I think again, it's I'm just deferring to it. I think it needs to be an overall, like something that we honestly think is the strongest idea. And if you have to lean in the direction of like better for the world, that that's a noble pursuit, but you can't necessarily argue that is the best idea. Yeah, no, the space opera is definitely more fleshed out. There's more idea to that idea. Like, let me give you an example. Okay. Okay. And this is a little bit painful for me to say. But okay. I'm going to compare this to the MAGA hat. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm listening. As a brand, the MAGA hat was a good idea. Because sure. even though we hate the message and we hate the politicians sur surrounding it, it was effective branding. It was a identifiable brand. And it was not only parodied a million times, but further drawing attention to that, right? But it, like, it was, it's now one of the most identifiable pieces of clothing. Like, it, it has, it's, like, more recognizable than, like, the I Heart New York t-shirt. Yeah. So, even if it's a bad idea doing bad things with it, you ha you can't, you can't hate that why am I even talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. You know I what? Think... Like I'm just I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with it. There is more idea to that idea. Give it to the space opera. The kids oh, franchise, I'm... the setting is good, but we didn't really develop interesting characters. Whereas I think we did have interesting characters for space opera. I'm cool with giving it to space opera. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree and move space opera along, not because I was defending space opera more. Like, remember I was saying like I'm like sixty percent kids franchise. Mm -hmm. I think I would rather see the kids franchise get made. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I know the space opera will be more fun, so neither are bad. All right. Okay, so I've we're into the 
what would be the semifinals, but there's still a twist coming up. Oh, right? shit. So. Hooey. Magical Girl versus Children's Book. Mm. Like, I mean, we know it's children's book, so it's just kind of an, an inevitability. This this is just, it's less like debating the merits of it and more marinating in having to get rid of a good idea and just, yeah. just sulking about the fact that we have to do that. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it again inevitability, like that magical girl one was solid, and shout outs to John for helping provide a very solid episode with us. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I mean, go go listen to both, but we're still in children's book town here. Yeah, yeah. Also, when we make the book, buy the book. Uh. So the other one is then dystopia versus space opera. Hmm. I'm kind of surprised Dystopia made it this far. Like, in my head, this is again why we have some overlapping, where we have some overlapping ideas here, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Kids Franchise was kind of a Dystopia as well, and we just knocked it off and then just put it up against Space Opera, Dystopia up against Space Opera again. So it's like... I'm willing to give this one to Space Opera. Again, so. because there's more idea there. Like, the the dystopia, you could describe in one or two sentences. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, just for the sake of conversation, would you say Gold Punk loses to Space Opera? Hmm. No. No, that's yeah. that's a weird rock paper scissors scenario where I would say, like, if it came down to like which cosplay would I rather see at a convention? Like, I would rather see some some gold punk cosplay. Mm. Uh, I think that gold punk was super strong, and the only reason it got knocked out pretty early was because it was against children's book. Mm. And I just flat out, do you like gold punk more than space opera? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Shit, now I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, well, because... I mean, that's the nature of the the tournament, right? It, it, it A lot rests on what you have going up against what. Okay. So, that aside, listen to the, listen to the Blank Punk episode. Uh, and we just move on with the formality of what's coming up next because... In a minute, it's not going to matter. You're going to see why. Okay. So, dystopia versus space opera. We move along space opera? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, what would be the final matchup between space opera and children's book? What? Here comes a new challenger. Times two. Last year's top two. Come oh. back. All right, now here's the easier one, because luck of the draw, this had to happen a particular way anyway. Space opera versus vegetable. <laughs> and now it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Vegetable was a good fucking episode. Like, the original Vegetable was a very good app, uh, and I love the setting that we came up with. Uh 
God, I'm actually debating it now, but yeah, no, I gotta give it to Space Opera. Uh, no, come on. Are you serious? You think Space Opera was better than post-human Toy Story universe? I'm not sure now. Huh, <sighs> okay. I'm I'm leaning vegetable because You're in leaning as much, vegetable. And as much as we've hyped it up a bunch now, um I still just really want to see a Toy Story universe that like maybe it's rugged and and you know like again it's it's like I want to role play in that universe. I want the Toy Story uh it being the Toy Story universe to be this huge buried lead that like it's under layers of like, you know, uh, what the plastic resource is like and, and whatever. Like, it, this would make an awesome novel. Like, I, I, I gotta admit, if I had to go back and listen to any of our episodes for pleasure, Vegetable is probably one of the top ones I would go for. Yeah. I still sort of hold it as an awkward standard of, like, <laughs> well, we didn't do what we were supposed to do in the slightest, uh, and also it's one of our best. <laughs> Mm. Uh, but yeah man I don't know like space opera was pretty strong but I'm pretty sure we're going vegetable right yeah okay fuck it give it to vegetable okay now I did not plan this I swear to god okay the other half of the semifinal is children's show versus children's book oh my god good team go Yep. Oh, fuck. Good Team Go versus the Politeness Pets. And quite frankly, you switch that up, you got a completely other ironic little setup that Children's Show would have been up against Space Opera. Our two sci-fi series would have competed. Yeah, yeah. And I liked Space Opera, but I really liked Good Team Go. So in my mind, Good Team Go wins that one. The best episode of season two is going to be an episode from season one. <laughs> Luke, what have you done? Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. If Vegetable wins and Good Team Go wins, then it's going to come down to Good Team Go versus Vegetable, and neither of those are a season two app. <laughs> my dude. I see there was a flaw in my plan. <laughs> There's a little tiny flaw in your plan, yes. Okay. Um. Full disclosure, I pretty much felt like Children's Book was this unstoppable force. So, I figured it didn't matter what went up against it, that there would still be a season two. But Good Team Go is good, man! And I couldn't have put some season one episodes in further up in the bracket... Uh, I guess I could have, but... Okay, anyway. Good Team Go is very good. But honestly, think about Good Team Go, which is a show that I would totally be watching right now if it existed, versus the good that we can do with Children's Book. Shit, they're both good for the universe. No, no, no. Okay, okay, my dude, my dude. Uh, Your concept... I, I love your energy. I love your proactiveness. Your initial concept was flawed. Because the whole idea is we're trying to find the best episode or the best idea of season two. You can't be bringing in season one shit. I know you want to bring that back, but no, we got to stick to season two. So what I propose instead, we, we, we get rid of 
vegetable and we get rid of good team go put them back in season one where they belong and instead we each resurrect something that has been voted out and then pair them up differently against stuff that they haven't gone up against well two two things to that one we could potentially do that but i think we're both thinking of the same one that we want to resurrect uh magical girl oh okay i was thinking magical girl and gold punk yeah yeah, Magical Girl and Goldpunk. Okay, now, well, here's one other thing. It could have been just last season's top one, and then it would only be Vegetable in the mix. Mm. Because our Vegetable was our best idea of last season. Yeah. So, then Children's Show... Doesn't, anyway. Okay, well, see, so, now, here's the problem. If we continue on with this pattern, and Vegetable wins season two... Then when we do season three best of, you're going to go, okay, and now i got to bring in the best of from season two, which is Vegetable again. And Vegetable's going to just keep winning every successive season. We're going to be on season 20. And like, oh, what was the best episode of season 20? It's Vegetable from season one again. The returning all champion. Right, all right. All right. Lukey Fixie now. Yes, please. So, um, yeah. Just as as we laid bare before you again, we are working on fixing our mistakes and figuring out the best way to do things. So it's the only way to move forward. Um, vegetable and children's show are sort of out of consideration, Thank but you. Uh, I have to match it up the other way so that we don't get a repeat of children's book versus magical girl. So yeah. now, so it's whichever whichever one whichever side they were on, put them on the other side now. Exactly. So children's book is now versus gold punk. Whew. Now we actually did that one already too. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so we just put them both up against space opera and see if space opera comes out on top. So first off, space opera versus gold punk. Space opera versus gold punk. Uh, I still think gold punk. Okay. Uh and then Gold Punk versus Magical Girl. Now that's a hard one. Gold Punk versus Magical Girl. And again, going back to like which would I rather see cosplay of? Gold Punk would have some amazing outfits, but can you imagine the energy of the Magical Girls? Like Oh my god, yeah. No, Magical the uh Crystal or whatever we were calling her. Crystal Maid, yeah crystal made um you know what that's got more of a ring to it the second time i hear it it's because i said (laughs) it with confidence right it's all about the energy you bring yeah okay i think that magical girl is also better for the universe so i think magical girl is probably beating gold punk fuck okay okay so uh space opera and gold punk both got forced out which means we now have magical girl back up against uh children's book again do we want to rematch this because laura winslow came out of nowhere with a folding chair and took out the contender and like she's up against this children's book yet again Uh, there's no way that Magical Girl... Okay, realistically, you and I worked on Magical Girl for half of the episode, and then we gave it over to, uh, to John 
And we workshop that a little bit for another half of an episode, just bouncing it off of his brain. Whereas children's book, Was we had two, two full eps. Of so, pure Williams intensity. It's not even like that comparable, but uh, okay, here, here's another way, another measure of this. Okay. Which is better for the world? They're, we know they're both good in the sense that they teach children good lessons or they are an inclusive show that matters. And both can be fun and, you know... Oh, man, like, think about, too, like, the politeness pet, pet plushies and, like... Yeah, and it would... Like, here's the thing. Like I said earlier, like, children's book, yeah, we're probably only going to get a few books out of it, but... I could totally see that being an animated series. Oh, sure. Yeah. At least a short. I don't think it's got legs yet to do. Well, I mean, if they can do a, a show about Daniel Tiger, they can do a show about, you know, you got Peabody, Tomo, Exaplexa, and Sam. You got a good point. Yeah. By the way, uh, in whatever final draft does potentially come out, mm -hmm. uh, we got to change the name from Rambo. <laughs> Just because I we can't keep calling the kid Rambo, and I love the, the kid being named Rambo. I love the kid being named Rambo until it was potentially going to print. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, uh, I think because oh, this is hard. I see Magical Girl meaning more to people. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's the other thing, is when you have these kids consume this media, and they grow up into their 20s and 30s, they're going to remember Crystal Maid, they won't remember Politeness Pets. And I gotta say, in terms of the importance of the good that we can bring into the world, <laughs> I think that, you know, potentially, like, girls of color having a hero, someone to look up to, being included in a nerdy fandom, um, and having positive messages against toxic masculinity and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that does more good overall than just reminding kids that they should say please. Yeah, like, say please is something that everyone, in theory, gets taught by their parents anyway. Holy shit. I cannot believe it, but I think I think the best idea Are we ready to I'm I'm ready to call, to call it? it. Best idea of season 2 is our magical girl series. Came back from the dead. Good lord. Well, <laughs> I just want to say in agreement. We're in agreement. Magical girl series. Crystal Maid. Crystal Maid. That's our best idea of season two. Best idea of season two. This has been a blast. And again, just being sort of a little romantic and nostalgic about this show, it has truly been a pleasure. Um, I would love to get y'all in on like more of this. Like I, I love when you submit suggestions to us and we would it would be super cool if we could just keep them on coming and continue to interact with you guys because you guys have been a big part of season two. Sure. Like every every last fan suggestion that made it in here 
has been someone's involvement. So like literally you are helping to to work with this. And I would love to get you more involved in the future. Yeah, play um, with us. Like this this show is not just two idiots. Well, I mean, it is primarily two idiots, but it's all of you idiots. We're all being idiots together, and that's what's important. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have any suggestions for season three, we will take those. Shoot an email to show at gmail.com. Please. Or uh, tweet at, at show. If you enjoyed this show and you enjoy it enough to listen through all of our ideas over again, which... I, I've enjoyed this little exercise. Um, you know, it would mean a lot to me personally. If you have a friend who you think would like it, suggest an episode here or there. Uh, because the more of you we get in on this, the more we can grow and, and continue to do this. And I really enjoy it. So, yeah. Any closing thoughts for season two, Mason? Um, just, folks, ideas are everywhere. Creativity is everywhere. Go out into the world and just do stuff, man. Okay, thank you. I'm so glad I gave you that platform just now. I'm trying to be inspiring over here. This has been another year of Hey, I've Got an Idea show. Thanks so much for listening to our needlessly creative conversation. And until next time, dear listeners, thumbs up monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.